Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris Ed Deepom here, and we are here back with Legend of Tomorrow, uh, Season 6, Episode 11, uh, The Final Frame. When the Legends track down another alien pod, they discover they find a device that transports them to a cosmic bowling lane, a bowling alley. Uh, Nate plans a romantic date for him and Zari, but nothing goes as planned. Um, I have to say, uh, I almost completely forgot. COVID has messed everything up. I can believe, I'm like, wait, we're still doing Legends? It's like, it's August. Why are we still... Why are we still yeah. doing legends? And I forgot, just like, yeah, COVID messed everybody's schedule up. So we still got a few more weeks of legends. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I know this is going to sound because it's weird, mm-hmm. but here for. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's weird, but like, I'm okay. Cause then I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little salty at first. I'm like, oh, man, I'm normally not recording these things this August. And then I watched the episode. And I'm like, oh, wait, but it's legends. And this yeah, is. Yeah, when utterly- you text me, you're like, legends of Sunday. like, legends of Sunday. What the hell's he talking about? Right. right. He was like, what are you talking about? Oh, wait, that's right. We're still in there. You know, I had to catch myself. I was like, oh, yeah. Because they took two weeks off. And so it's like, oh, wait, Mick's pregnant? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, uh, Sarah's so back. Said, I think it was it not three weeks. Because I think the last episode was my birthday. It might. Yeah, you know what? It might have been. Let's check. Let's see. Yeah, it's been since like yeah. July, right? July eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's my birthday. Yeah, I was yeah. very. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's been a while, and I was like, and I don't know what told me this. Like, Legends is back. I just remember, I was like, wait, Legends is back this week, I think. And so that was a yeah. very, that was very like, I got that text. Like, how's he doing this? Yeah. Is he? I was well, very impressed. I think I remembered. I think I remember they were already going on break, and then they took. I think they really took a break off for the Olympics or something like that, or just I don't mm. know. Just, and so when the Olympics were over, like, wait a minute something's we're supposed to be still doing something and oh and i also knew that i wanted to um because we saw the trailer for why the last man i was like oh, man, yes we're gonna, we're gonna end up reviewing this aren't we also i just i just i'm looking at it this week right yeah. I'm, I'm looking i'm like oh we're gonna end up doing this and i was like wait super shoes of rico what other shows are we oh that's right this is legends we're not over with legends yet <laughs> So, I'm really glad you caught this. It's yeah, I know. Uh, hey, I'm we glad. recorded three episodes at once. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, I did not realize this, but Ava directed. Yes, McCowan. I was, that's my one, that's my biggest note. Yeah. I, Holy shit. Right. I, you know, I keep forgetting that these shows, not I keep forgetting, but it's always funny to me how these shows always get their cast involved behind the camera and directing or writing or something like that. And yeah, she directed this episode and the other thing too is, I think we talked about this last um, with their last episode, and we we're comparing it with the Flash. Is unlike the Flash, this show was built for 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 splitting their cast up and doing the COVID shooting. Because once again, if you when you have that context in your mind, you're watching this episode, you start noticing you're like, oh, you broke the cast up, and then you bring them together that one shot at the end. But like, you had everybody in different locations shooting different things. And in every set piece, you're like, wait, there's no more than four people on the screen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, hey, but that worked. It, it <laughs> like, it, it, right. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a, it's such a funny thing. And you're like, no, no, that's not how it is. And then you start counting the people on screen. You're like, no, wait. So there's John and Rod. There's Zari and Nate. And then there's Mick Spooner, uh, uh, Astra, and Sarah. I was like, oh my gosh, they no more than four of them. <laughs> like even they, and then they literally had them quarantined off when when Ava shows up at the bowling alley, and they literally mm-hmm. couldn't get them. In. <laughs> they literally had a door in between the two of them, and I'm just like, 
any other show, this would be so awkward. And it, like we said it before, when we literally had Barry calling upstairs to 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 um, Iris off screen, going like, "All right, I get it. I see what you're doing." But that's just it. Just felt like unnatural. Here, you're just like, "No, that makes sense." Yeah, makes 100%. sense. Makes sense. Um, again, to me, this is one of those episodes that the Buzz just does when they come back from break, where they're not really hugely mu- moving the plot forward, but they kind of get you back into the understanding the, the craziness and the silliness of the show, right? And 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 kind of warm you up there. So, you, and you also pair people that you don't, don't normally pair up, right? Mm-hmm. So you have B Rod and and Constantine, or B Rod's just high as fuck, not realizing that Constantine's going down a dark path. It's gone real bad, real fast, like real bad, real fast. I like that they've made his addiction to magic such a big problem right right even to the point where the sweet old man at the bowling alley was like yo that's just gonna get you killed it's gonna kill you <laughs> right you know that ominous thing but but you can see it coming and we do know um Constantine's arc on the show is coming to an end uh <laughs> but they are uh even mark ryan he is gonna be back as another character which is what the show yes. does right they i mean the show yes. loves recycling their actors and I, I find it refreshing and great because like when you have some when you have a cast that works so great together, keep them together, find a new exactly. character and just keep it rolling from there. You know, um, and and you're right. You know, um, Constantine is coming up on a good end of his arc here, and this idea of him being addicted to this 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 like dark evil magic is definitely a problem because he's really acting like he's acting like the the drug addict that just got their hit and it's trying to be super helpful. And you're just like, like when he blew up the cake or the, uh, the brownie and then was like, Oh no, no. And people was like, yeah, not on my brain. Cause you just blew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just fucked up the brownie, bro. Right. Like, for, yeah. Don't, don't point at my head. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's not do there. Um, then you have uh, a real good moment with, again, Nate train, man, like Nate and Zari, this is, Choo-choo. this is, what this is, say? Well, this is this is the best they've written him, especially when mm-hmm. it comes to a relationship, right? For sure. Um, and I appreciate that. I appreciate him. I, I think the problem I've had previously with the way they've done relationships on this show, it's all the CW shows, right? The man is yeah. always really written immature. Yes. This is, um, I mean, next to Barry, this is the most mature, one of the most mature men, and I guess Joe too, right? This is one of the most mature men we've seen written so far. Like he is very mature and and him kind of talking to Zari when Zari was like, Well, you know, this is this is we need to talk, so this end of the world and we need to go ahead and break up now. And he was like, No, that's not what we need to do. That's not that's not how I feel about this. And him being open and honest with his you know, emotions and things like that, I'm just like, where'd this Nate come from? It's it's wild because it's two things that you've already talked about. One, it's the reuse of actors who have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. They very well could be like, oh, you lost your sorry. See you, bro. Mm-hmm. But no, they've like, they put good, they put stated time constraints on it this time, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, what's even more striking for me than the relationship starting off with Nick or excuse me, with, uh, uh, what's the, uh, oh my gosh, uh, with Nate struggling to become a grown up and struggling to navigate a relationship. We've watched him grow. It's not like he right. just, like, yes, the one thing it is kind of where this may come from, but two, if you sit back and watch his arc and the loss that he's endured, yeah, like, this is the logical endpoint of that character. It's like, and I don't say endpoint to say they're going to get rid of him. I'm just saying, like, 
This no, is where yeah. the character had to advance to. Right, right. You, we've literally watched him mature. We've mm-hmm. watched him mature into a really mature, you know, third in line of the legends so far, you know, because that's what he's become. And it's, it's, it's funny. And, and to me, it's even funnier because, like, I feel like Nate would have been that, um, that couple that was out uh, in the woods glamping. <laughs> I feel like that would have been Nate, like, two seasons ago, you know? Mm-hmm. And so this was, like I said, I'm I'm really enjoying what they've done with this arc and 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 how they've grown his his character um, to really kind of matter, you know, um, mm. and and handle things in a mature way. That don't feel and, and it's so funny because you you pair him with Birod, who's always high, but yeah. even then he's still not like your typical immature stoner and things like that. So it's like he's always had some really good insights into what's going on and stuff like that. So like, I, again, I'm on the Nate train. They, they've, this Nate is the Nate I can get behind. You know, I'm just hoping that they, he, the, the actor doesn't fuck it up. Like, uh, the actor who fucked up, um, Ralph did. Cause like, as soon as I started liking Ralph, all the, and I'm like, Oh, Ralph train, let's go. That actor fuck shit up. So, right. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there. Don't fuck this up. Cause Nick, you got me, you, you got me with this character. I like what you've done. And like you said, putting the constraints on Azari and giving the 24 hours and things like that, like, I, I really enjoy that. I, I think that that makes sense and gives you, um, yeah. I, I, and again, puts the actors that really worked well together and had really great chemistry together. Um, so, like that. Um, also, like, Gary with the whole wedding dress thing, like, <laughs> Gary, oh, oh, <laughs> it's bad luck for me to see. It's like, I'm not marrying you, Gary. I'm not married. Like somebody, thank you for somebody telling that to Gary because Gary is Gary Um <laughs> That's Jess McCallum's first directorial ever. Mm, yeah, that was a good one. Like I had to go back and I, I, I went up and like in a, I didn't bring a lot of reading on Jess McCallum because I was like, where did this person come from and why are they so good at directing? She's never done that before. And what's great about that is, um, I'd actually say this is a one. This is a hard episode. This is a hard thing to direct because one, again, COVID protocols, right? Mm-hmm. And two, there are a lot of sets. I mean, this is not like, you know, we've seen before when people direct, they do a directorial debut, they limit the sets, they limit the number of set pieces, limit the actors you're dealing with. But this was a pretty big, the full cast. And while they've got the bigger, like you said, different set pieces, what they're able to do and capture and communicate so well, and part of it is the fact that they've got the language on the show to do so. But part of it's the, the it's got to be your credit given director. You're able to intersplice these small human interactive moments throughout this large. It's like you said, Baron is a stoner, yes, but he's not a stereotypical one note stoner. All these characters are are one thing, but they're also that next layer beneath. When Mick does a slow reveal of his hands, something's out for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, oh shit! Like it was played. Obviously, Dominic Purcell is an amazing actor, but like. The, the the decision to have the quick shot of him just pulling back just a, just an inch of the glove. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what that communicates to Spooner and how that informs not just their relationship but their interactions on this episode and hopefully going forward. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing that I, I'd actually forgotten about that, right? Mm-hmm. I for, you, <laughs> you tend to forget that Mick's burn his family alive. 
Um, you tend to, <laughs> it's a problem, you, a problem pyromaniac. You tend, you tend to forget. Like I can't, I can't stress this enough. How we've turned Heatwave, the murderous pyromaniac, thief, into like a legend and hero. Chris, to the you point, turn into a pregnant bowler. Right into a pregnant bowler. Um, this episode. Um, to the point that I. I'm, I was actually with Spooner getting mad at Mick going like, Mick, take the damn gloves off. What the fuck, man? You can't bowl with gloves on? What are you doing? Your hands can't fit in the gloves. And then he pulled it, and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. Like, that's how good this show is. I had forgotten that about Mick. And I should have known, right? I should have. Like, those, these are like, come on, read the comics. I know who Heatwave is. Like, but the thing about it is, I don't see him as Heatwave anymore. I see him as Mick. I see him as, you know... You know the over the top, uh, sometimes uh, very drunk, uh, guy who just wants to be left alone. But then you know loves you know he 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 does love his fire gun. You know it's that kind of guy. And you're like, oh wait, oh that's right. He was a villain, a major villain, and he did burn his house down, burn his family, and watched. And yeah, he yeah. has burns over his body. Like you, I just I completely forgotten. That's what this show has done. It's completely, I mean, this, this to me is one of those things that goes against those things when people say, oh, yeah, when you, um, that you can't mature and, and change your characters from what they are in the comics. It's like, Legends has completely done that. But yeah, it's been a journey. But, but, but it, it, it did, it earned it by, those are who those characters were at first. And mm-hmm. honestly, you still get pieces of that. Like, every now, like, Mick was going to kill his daughter's uh, boyfriend. He was going to go to... No, we, thought, we, we felt that he was. But Mick will rob you during a heist. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't, about, I, don't, I don't know if Mick's still murdering motherfuckers, but Mick will rob you. Right, ex- exactly. It's definitely, like, that's why he... No, we, we, we found that, right? He literally has all that money, all the stuff that he's taking through all their... <laughs> every time they go over, he's like, oh, yeah, I have all this stuff because, um, yeah, when we're going on heist, they let me take some stuff, and so I, I do. And so you're still getting the core of Mick. So, Yes, pregnant bowler and father and like all this stuff. <laughs> it's all this crazy shit that you're talking about with Mick Roy, but like it's still Mick. And when he ha- and when he has that fire gun, you can still see that pyromaniac gleam in his eye. He loves that shit, right? It's you know he he might be a little reformed. He might be in some they 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 might be uh working on him a little bit, but they uh uh, uh yeah yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that's that's what works. It's like the core of the characters are still there, and you still feel that, and um, it allows you to really do a lot of these um, these big things and change these these characters things. So, um, you have that. You have the ridiculousness of them literally doing cosmic bowling, which is literally like I I I didn't know how they were gonna bring everything together and link everything together. And then when you find out, it's like, oh, because you, you hear them when um, uh, uh, Zari and Nate hear the radio, you hear them talking about, I'm like, what happened to Earth? Is it an attack? What's going on? And it's literally, oh, the, the Earth is a bowling ball now. Plans have turned into a bowling ball, of course. Yeah, of course it, it has. Yes. Yeah. Like, and not, not even like, and again, we're not going to talk about the physics and how this just would not happen and stuff like that, but then just no. the ridiculousness of actually having the holes drilled into earth so that fingers could literally be like, it's just, it's like someone said, 
Well, is this taking the joke too far? And they looked you dead in the eye and said, absolutely not. I don't understand. What the, I don't. What do you? <laughs> what do you? What is this too far? You speak of? Yeah. Go I on. I understand what you're talking about. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, it, it, yeah, it. I love that. I love the fact that they, they took the wrong bag in a Spooner's bag, and it's like, oh, Spooner's ridiculous weapons have a have a use. Finally, thank you, Skyfinger, yeah. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for the Skyfinger. Um, I, uh, like I said. They do a good job of pairing when you pair Spooner up with somebody else who's just as stubborn mm-hmm. as her, it works. It's the second time you've done that. They did it one time with Astra, and now this time with Mick, and you're getting more of it. Still not on the Spooner train, but it's it's it. it this is one of the better better uses of her uh, with her when you pair up like this way. Because yeah, she's butting heads with Mick, but Mick's also being just as unreasonable as she is, right? Exactly. And and so it's not just all everybody on the new girl or new 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 team member. It's they both need to get their shit together, right? And then they have that moment where they sit there and talk and they explain. And you know, granted, she's way over the top about bowling, <laughs> way too serious yeah. about bowling. She's really into bowling. That's that's her that's her thing. That's her hook. Yeah. So, um, but no. So I again, I I love it and. And We've gone 20 minutes. We haven't mentioned the greatest bits of the show. We'll bowl against you as soon as we're done with these red shirts. These motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, boy. I just... Yeah. Yeah. I, again, you just gotta love the way they show throws all those little things in there, those doom things. Like, um, literally, uh, uh, Gary distract, trying to distract Ava by having her uh, try all these d- different dresses on, <laughs> and just going through, like Gary. Bro, we had a montage of dresses. Then we had a send up to every sports movie you've ever seen. Where we should get, we we had Sarah Lance as a Denzel Washington from Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. We should go out there and play and have fun. And <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm doing this the wrong way. We need to, you know, we're we're over here trying to win. We need to do it the Legends way. We need it. We need bar food and drinks and and chill. And it's like, you know what? That actually works. <laughs> <laughs> it actually worked so oh man oh man so, so good. yeah so good so um i don't got anything else i mean like i said i think the big thing for me and this is a good episode coming back to kind of to get you into the ridiculous of it but i think it did do a good job of also kind of advancing showing that john constantly is going to be a fucking problem and has it, a problem and it's going to be a problem and the thing about it is there's a lot of cw shows there are a lot of Arrowverse shirts, particularly Arrow, who have done ham-fisted, not great addiction storylines. Uh-huh. And if there's one show on this network that we've covered that I trust to do this right, it's Legends. Well, and you get you get some you get a moment of realness from B-Rod when he says it, kind of almost foreshadowing a little bit when he says, "I was kind of against you dating my sister because everybody you kind of dated kind of dies," and I'm just like. Oh boy, and I'm just like he said the thing. He said the thing. Yeah, I'm just like, oh boy, still, how many episodes we got left? You know, I, I did one of those numbers. Yeah. of like, we got two Zaris. We can afford to lose one. This isn't Damn. good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm just, Damn. I'm keeping it real here, man. I ain't trying to kill off both Zaris. Actually, I like the other Zari now too. And I'm like, damn, this is, ooh, this is a. Wish you hadn't said that, man. Wish you hadn't said that. So, um, 
Yeah. It's either that or they combine her into one. Or they kill them both. Or they kill them both. Oh, see, see. Mm. See, you started it. Uh, uh. In our defense, they started it with Bayron being very on the nose. Yeah. What do you date to to die? Yeah, it's like, ooh, dude, don't, mm, too soon? Like, mm, don't say that. You can't see the crazy look in his eyes that he's clearly addicted to something and it ain't good for any of us? Mm, 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 not good, not good, not good, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, we'll be back. So, um, uh, I'm excited. Maybe, yeah, how I, many more I, do we have? Uh, let's see. I think five. Okay, it's good. I don't, I don't know. We're, so we're probably getting the wedding. Oh, we definitely getting the wedding. We're getting. I and I hope someone points out that it feels like a finale. Four. We get four more. Excellent. So all four. Board on board on board on board. This is different names. Silence of the Sonograms. There will be brood and the fungus among us. <laughs> I love it. I have no idea where it's going. I have no clue. I, have no I love either. it. I have no clear either. Oh, oh man, this is great. So I'm, I'm I am excited for them to pull off this uh constant addiction storyline because there's a lot of shit. Like, remember when um uh Theo was thinking of killing people? Who? Thea on Arrow was addicted to killing people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it kind of, but I think if there's one thing that Legends is, it's, it's not lazy. Yeah. So you've got that, that major storyline. We've got Mick being pregnant. Well, <laughs> the, thing, the thing about the, the constant addiction storyline is the groundwork has always been there. Remember, I mean, this whole oh, thing, yeah. like, you know, Astra's mom was the whole thing was she was worried about him and, and that. So it's like, well, if this, you want to get really deep about it, it's deeper because it goes all the way back to the Constantine NBC series. Yeah. Magic. Who? What is John Constantine without magic? And we watched him flounder with that question for a while. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, well, i got to get this magic back. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I, think, the, I think the reason why this is going to feel different is because it's, it's been earned. We've, mm-hmm. This is a character that is set up for that. You know, he's he's technically built for it and has been built in there and as part is and again, it's one of those things, it's actually as much as you do create stuff with John Constantine, it's ingrained into the character. hundred so. percent. It's it's as you said earlier, they're able to move, define, and reshape his characters while remaining true to the core of it. Yeah. And the core of it is John Constantine gets love interest killed and abuses magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not looking good there, Zari. <laughs> so um mm. Could be a problem. Sorry. Hope you have have your affairs in order. The good thing is there's two of you, so as long as we survive. Double paperwork, though, to be fair. Yeah, true, true, true. So, well, actually, technically, one of them, and not really, because one of them technically shouldn't exist. So, it was a timeline refugee. It's a good point. Yeah. So, next, technically, no paperwork on that. So, and she worked, and she grew up in a uh, prison camp. She didn't really have stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's there's that. All right, folks, uh, <laughs> make sure you guys subscribe. Super Tuesday recap. Uh, we have some stuff coming out on other shows as well. So if you're on premium, you're going to be able to hear us talk about the first episode of What If. Uh, if you head over to the Character Corner, uh, this week we'll be dropping um, our Black Widow episode. And we'll try to do a quick turnaround and get that first episode of uh, back into the, into the Hickman verse with Fantastic Four Part 1. So stay tuned for us on that one as well. Um, but yeah. Folks. Oh, and uh, Deepom has a podcast week coming up for all the unanimous. Unipod, r- the Rise from the Ashes podcast week's upon us. 
I'm so sorry for your feeds, but I'm happy for all the content. First episode drops is going to be Monday, or I guess this is going to be out on Monday. And it's going to be talking NBA free agency. And we'll have the rest of the week lined out for you there. But uh, very exciting times. Yeah. So, All right, folks. Thank you guys very much for listening. And we'll be back soon. Until next time, we are out of here. Peace.